one time. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat. Welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Michael Stafford. It is Wednesday, November the 30th. The king needs to be dethroned today. Basura! USA moves on to the next round and going to face the Netherlands this Saturday. But first, week 12 in the NFL. We got our boy Tony back in the building to come help us figure it all out. We're going to rock it in, rock it out with you guys. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. This is my hood. I'm a rep to the death of it. To everybody, come on, little is grown, look rats, don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon, sit from the stars, sun and the moon, and it's like a police chase, and street sweepers and coppers, kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors, if you really think you're ready to die, with doubt, this is what Nas is about, the time is now. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, all I need, all I need is one mic. Welcome back, everyone, to The Time Is Now. It's Mike Stafford. I got with me again. I said we're going to bring him back again this week. Got my boy Tony in the building. What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Not too stuffed after Turkey Day. What about you? Still enjoying Thanksgiving. I'm out here in Leesburg, Virginia, flying back home tonight. Where in the hell is Leesburg, Virginia? Uh, about 40 minutes south of uh, D.C. Mm, okay. All right, in the DMV area. That's cool. That's cool. Is it like, is, is it near the ocean at all? or? Uh, it's not too far. It's not too far. Who's I would out? say about a 20, it's a little 20 minute drive. Who's out there for you? Have family out here who came up, spend uh, Thanksgiving out here with them. What kind of, man, what you, man, you Latinos, y'all really travel. Virginia? Virginia, bro? Yeah, yeah, Virginia, man. Can you believe that? <laughs> of all places. I see them. I see a bunch of y'all in Chicago. I'm like, damn, they in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, always yeah. running around, man. All, Everywhere, all over the United States. Yeah, so I'm learning. We can get. We're going. We're going. Hey, y'all not playing around, okay, man? Well, let's get to it. Um, as we're recording this right now, um, little day late. We had some stuff going on, personal stuff happening, and uh, you know, we're glad to be on here for you guys. Give you guys a good um, entertainment with the information um, in the background right now. Uh, we got U.S. trying to move on in, uh, into the World Cup. So um, if they do, when they do, uh, we'll go ahead and make that notification on here and give a shout out and have a little recap of that. But first, we're going to get into week 12 in the NFL. My goodness. I mean, we can start so many different places. We can start so many different places. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, let's start off with the Thanksgiving games. All right. The Thanksgiving games. Who, who do we have at Thanksgiving games? We so had we um, the Bills and the Lions. The, the Giants Bills and Lions, and Cowboys. Giants and Cowboys, and New England, Minnesota, right? Correct. All right. So, start off with the uh, Bills and the Lions. For me, <clears throat> that game spoke more about Detroit. No, no, no. Well, Buffalo, they won, but then they lost a key figure in their defense. One of your boys, Von Miller. Did you see what happened Absolutely. there? 
Yes, me. They were saying he's going to probably be out anywhere from four weeks and on. Yep. So, I mean, that's a big loss for them. Obviously, they brought him in from the Rams mm. to close out games for them. You know, the, that pass rush, exactly. Their biggest Achilles heel that they had on defense was trying to close out games where they would get a lead and just let the pass rushers go. And that's why Von Miller is so important for them. Mm -hmm. Now with him being out, um, that's a key pick. That's a really key piece for them on defense. So now they got to go out there and score more points. If you look at their offense, their offense has not been clicking how it right. did at the beginning of the year. But that's because teams already know they're not running the ball. They're just, they're never going to run the ball. That's They're only going to run it with Allen. And that really comes more of, of plays that break down and he takes off and he'll gash you for a 20 or 30. So for them, uh, losing Von Miller for this time, hopefully he's able to come back for playoff time and make an impact for him. But if he's not the guy that they need, they're in trouble there because against a team like the Chiefs, that you already know, you need that pass rush. Right. And, and that's the thing too, because um, the... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you said to score more points or what have you. That was the issue before they went against Kansas City. They were they were scored about forty points and still lose. They couldn't they couldn't stop the other team, and that's what the issue was. So now with Von Miller being gone, I, I just and, and like you said, their offense isn't clicking. And right now we see the Kansas City. They're not if, if they were to play Kansas City today in in the playoffs, they're they're going home. So they got to figure out what they have to figure out to get it working. They need to get their running game back on track, in my opinion, more than anything else. So they need to get their running running game back on track and then get everybody else back together. Um, Detroit Lions, they're giving it their best, but this this season ain't their season. Next season will be a lot better for them. Now, when you see the Giants go against Dallas, what did you take away from that game? Well, you know, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're a steady team. They play good defense. They have a good offense. They're steady. Are they going to be favorites? No. But, hey, in the playoffs, you're always going to have that chance to upset the other team, whether, uh, say, the Eagles, or because we all expect the Eagles to be the number one seed because of the schedule. But Dallas can beat anyone in pretty much in the NFC under the right circumstances where they're running the ball, they're playing elite defense. And if you really look at all their games, that's how they've been. So, I mean, Dallas can beat anyone. And that's the thing. The key to Dallas is having a lead early. If they have a lead early, they can literally beat anyone because their pass rush is elite. So that that's that's the telltale right there. Dallas right now is looking very dangerous, and the and the Eagles are looking very beatable. We'll get to Eagles later. Dallas beats the Giants twenty eight to twenty. Final game was um, New England versus Minnesota. Um, that was an interesting game. It was a game that I, I say Minnesota desperately needed because New England's been very dominant as of late defensively. What'd you take away from that game? Uh, well, the Vikings, uh, they got punched and basically ran out of home from the Cowboys the week before. This was mm -hmm. a great response game for them, right. especially for Kirk Cousins, uh, to basically say, all right, fine, we lost the game. We get off the mat and let's beat the next team ahead of us. And sure enough, they did. It was a very good competitive game. The Minnesota Vikings have a good offense. Uh, the offense was rolling. Do they Are they ever going to put up Star Wars-like numbers like Buffalo did earlier in the season? Uh, no, but they're a steady team that can run the ball, can pass, and play pretty decent defense. That was an overall really good football game played by both squads. Just Minnesota obviously playing at home, big advantage there. They look good. I mean, they keep playing as well. They'll probably end up with the, the two or the three seed, uh, getting a home game during the playoffs, probably winning that 
But like I said, depends on who they match up with. But I give the Patriots credit. They look very, very good. Mac Jones, uh, obviously, I don't think he's elite. I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with him. He's a pretty efficient, though. Yeah, he's efficient. But can you win a Super Bowl with efficient? You need, well, you have, you need elite defense. Their defense is close to elite, but it's not out of probability. It's just the offense not giving you enough, I believe, for New England. Even though they killed up 26. Uh, I don't feel like they're. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Mac Jones is a guy. It's really not even really about Mac Jones. It's about the receiving core, really. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So, like, if you really look at New England and you size them up with everyone else in the AFC, and even if they were to get in the playoffs, are you really going to put your money on New England? They're not going to um, have a home game. Uh, that's I, a tough I, one. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I guess it comes it. down if it's if it's really to me the only team that stands out heads and above about everyone else. Is the Chiefs and the other team? If if the other team that gets in, it's the Chargers are a dangerous team if they get in. The yes. Chargers, the Bengals are dangerous if they get in. And it looks like I don't know. I, I, we got, we'll look at the bubble and everything in the hunt a little bit later. But um, but that's the crazy part about it. The Jets, to me, I mean, they, we'll get to the Jets a little bit. But the Jets, I don't know. We got to see what what happens next week with the Jets. But um, their defense is elite. I don't know. The AFC is kind of eerie. The only part, only team that looks head and shoulders above everyone because the Ravens look funky. Is is the Chiefs? So I think anyone can really beat anyone in the playoff situation. It's like literally any given Sunday in the NFL right now. So we got to jump right into this, man. I, I, I want I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you a whole I'm gonna give you a whole three to five minutes to go off if you want to. If you don't want to, it's fine. About Carolina versus Denver, your team once again going up. Who 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 was a quarterback for Carolina that game? I don't. It wasn't Baker. It, it was the other it kid. Was it was Sam Darnold. It was Sam, Sam Darnold. freaking Darnold. Sam Darnold, 23 to 10. You guys can only put up 10 points against Carolina. Now, mind you, Carolina is another, that's another top eight, whatever defense. They're a good defense. They're in the top echelon of defenses. I, I understand all that. But damn it. They're only bad. eight. They're bad. Look, yeah, they, I, yeah. I, I get it. Look, Ten, for whoever wants worst team by far, wants, worst offensive team by far in the league. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably in the last several years. Well, I believe they're on track to even be worse than the uh, 2000 uh, Browns, and the Browns didn't even win a game that year. Yeah, I think they lost every um, game that year. Yeah. Yeah, they won. They lost every game that year. That shows you how good your defense is. The fact you guys can even defense, win games. Like I told you, the defense is elite. Now, yeah. are they the type of defense that gets a lot of turns? And that's to do that they don't have the the all-star playmakers on that side. Uh, yeah. And has has gotten beat over the last two weeks. It has to do with you're you're losing over and over and over. And then there's going to be a couple guys on that defense that are going to start looking at it and be like, look, we're busting our rear ends here, and the offense can't keep it up. They're going to go ahead and start kind of trying so hard, and it's going to put other players out there to kind of look bad. So in Sertan's PS2's case, yeah, look, Devontae Adams torched him. We're talking about the best receiver in the league. So, okay, mm-hmm. he got schooled on that one. This past week, it was a couple receptions he gave up that were pretty big. Uh, I mean, it's just going to happen. It's football. The receiver is going to get his as well. But I want to talk about their overall with Russell Wilson and their offense. Mm-hmm. Give, give, give the defense their credit. They've kept them in games. So you're talking statistically probably the worst offense you've seen in the NFL of all time. And by why I mean this is look at how the NFL is geared. It's geared to offense. You get flags, you get penalties, you can't even, you know, touch the quarterback and hold on to receivers nowadays. So 
So if you look at all these years of footballs from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and you keep keep going, this is probably the worst offense I've ever seen. Russell Wilson has completely regressed. I get it. He's playing with backups as far as receivers. His only star receiver is Cortland Sutton. But these guys are pros. They do get paid. They do get open. If you look at the film, some of these receivers are wide open. Russell Wilson has completely regressed. And they were they were healthy the first month of the season. Same stuff. <laughs> exactly. So it's the same thing over and over and over. And I think Denver's trapped at this point. If you look at the contract, even if they wanted to, let's just, this is not going to happen. But if they wanted to walk away from Russell Wilson right now, it's a $107 million cap hit. There's a way for them to break it up over the next two years where it's 38 and then 67. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. You're you're literally going to wipe everyone off on offset, offense. And look, man, I really do think they're going to have to hit the rebuild mode. And they're just going to have to suck it up with Wilson. Unfortunately, for a guy like Cortland Sutton, you might have to move him. Um, a guy like Tim Patrick is probably going to have to take his place. He was injured this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, left tackle, Garrett Bowles, you're probably going to have to move him as well. You're going to have to get every offensive piece that you have that makes money and trade them away to get picks and rebuild that line and just go out and build the best running game you can for Russell Wilson. But the most important thing of all that scenario is going to go back to the coach. Because you could go out, you're going to fire Hackett at the end of the year. And if you bring you in so? another, you're, they're going to fire him. There's, he's not going to escape this. Because he does not fit Russell Wilson for what Russell does well. And there isn't many things he does well at this point of his career. He has regressed. Now, if you're going to try to get, if you're going to pay Russell Wilson his 40 something million dollars, almost 50 a year, what are you going to do? Keep the same coach or bring in a coach that is more familiar to what Russell does well at this point in his career. And who, and who, is, that? who is that person? I, think? For me, I think it should have been the higher this year. And they're probably from hard this upcoming season. Dan Quinn from the uh, Dallas Cowboys. You have to remember mm-hmm. Quinn was his, uh, the defensive coordinator with those Seattle teams when they mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl and then they lost uh, the very next one. Uh, he took the Atlanta job and became a head coach. That's why I, he's going to understand that obviously he's a defensive minded guy. So it's going to bring down the reins on Russ, like Russ, you know, feeling himself um, and kind of bringing him back down to the basics. And what I like about Dan Quinn is that he will go out and hire an offensive coordinator that's young and upcoming. That's what he did in Atlanta. And that's how he ended up with Kyle Shanahan. So I think Quinn would be an ideal fit. I know everyone's in love with Sean Payton. Uh, I know Denver has to pay Sean Payton. But if you're Sean Payton, why would you go coach the Broncos when they're oh, looking closing at that a division. rebuild? It's that exactly. division too. Yeah, you you want a turkey? He, if anything, he wants Dallas. If Dallas gets no. like looks, it falls uh, apart. I've, he'll want the Dallas job. No, the 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 one he's probably looking at Dallas would be one, but I think he has an eye on that Chargers job. He just bought a oh, house yeah, in Malibu. Yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, he, he just bought a house in Malibu. Um, their Chargers' new facility is not far from Malibu. It's just over the canyons on the other side. Get a chance to get Justin Herbert in his prime. Wait, wait, hold on. We have a penalty kick coming up for Iran, big one, and and, 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 a, and, a, and a penalty in the um in the injury minutes. Oh no! Oh, nothing. All right. 
We got like another right. six minutes. Wow. <laughs> another wow. six minutes. I had to put that on there so you guys can hear that. Uh, for some of you guys be listening to this later, relive it. <laughs> 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 right. So anyways, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So then just wrapping up on that, Denver, Tom, Vic, and Sean Payton. I think Payton goes to the Chargers. I think it's a better job for him. For Denver, they're just going to have to rebuild. Guys that make a lot of money on offense, they're just going to have to move them to try to get some picks yeah. and kind of build around Russell and the way Russell's looked. And Chubb. Over, they still have and, Chubb, right? Yeah. No, Chubb got traded for that. That's right. That's Miami. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So that's they right. do now have a first-round pick, but most likely it's going to be in the 20s. I, I believe that as of right now, it's 25th or 24th because yeah. the 49ers keep winning and assume them to keep winning, but they get a first-rounder do like about that pick now i don't want to stay on the broncos too long what i do like about that particular pick it is on the back end of the first uh, round so teams that might want a quarterback that don't get them early in the draft will try to trade up to get them before the second round to be able to have that five-year control on that quarterback mm -hmm. that would allow denver to trade back and maybe get another pick maybe move back into the second round and get a third rounder that gives them more assets to pretty much rebuild scrap that o-line get them a brand new o-line and go get them a running back because i know everybody loves javante williams but he just had a really bad injury where i believe he had three ligaments torn in that knee you don't know how he's going to come back well that that's why i would say you know go with an offensive minded because obviously you guys are losing i know you say get an innovative new screw all that get eric b enemy Look at his head, stay in the same division. He knows he, he, he'll know exactly what the Achilles heels is of, of the team you're chasing in that division, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. And you get an offensive-minded coach who, who who's worked with Patrick Mahomes, could hope to maybe revitalize the career of one Russell Wilson. That's my pick for you guys. You guys can get Eric Bannon and give him a try, but you guys would never hire a black head coach over there in Denver. So, anywho. Well, just on the enemy, just to wrap it up, just to let yeah. you know, as far as the uh, enemy, I know he had some... Uh, he has roots in Colorado. For, I believe he played uh, college ball there. But there was some stuff, uh, some incidents that happened. And there's some people that have a sour taste about that. That's why I don't think Denver will hire him. Um, and then the other reason is... Well, I was making an excuse why they won't hire us. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the main reason why I believe they're not going to hire uh, an inexperienced coach that with no NFL experience as a head coach is that their last three head coaches that they hired, which is Vance Joseph, no experience, Vic Fangio, no experience, and uh, Hackett, no experience, all have started off three and eight. So I think this time they're going to try to go to a veteran guy, someone with some experience. You need an adult in the room at this point because Russell Wilson's got a little too Hollywood. Guy has an office in the building. Um, there's rumors about that whole uh, Gordon playing future in the locker room, and that's why they, you know, asked about it. Look, I probably didn't happen, but if you have people talking about that, come on, they got to they got to burst bu uh, Russell's bubble there and bring him back down to earth. And you need an adult in the room to tell him, hey, I think Airbnb is the perfect one for that. But well, yeah, you know, not my franchise. Yeah, we'll see. We'll not see my it. franchise. But speaking speaking on my franchise. My Raiders, what he did to Russell Wilson's ex-team in Seattle. They put up the most points they put up all season, 40. And that was because my boy Jacobs 
was trotting up and down that field and with the walk-off touchdown run for, what, 86 yards? 86 yards. Good Lord. He had over 300 yards from scrimmage, that boy Jacobs. Listen, man, I, I, they still on pace for what I said they're going to do, not win more than eight games. They're still on pace for that anyway. Like, they, they, you know, but it's good to see that they're finding themselves towards the end of the season, so they have something to build up on next season with an easier schedule. Adam's still doing his thing. Carl looking competent. But the biggest key to all this, like I said, is, is, is the defense getting takeaways. They were not doing that. And then running the ball effectively through Jacobs. Now, this is a contract year for, for Jacobs. And I'm going to say it like, you know, that that's why people come here. They want to hear something a little different, a little edgy. I'm going to say it because I can say it. I don't work for ESPN. I don't work for the evil four letter and, 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 and FS1. I can say it. Jacobs is juicing, man. Jacobs is juicing. <laughs> He's juicing. I don't care what you tell me. Jacobs is juicing. I'll tell you why. I've watched his entire career. He's coming off injury just last year. He was hobbled to start this season. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's getting three touchdown games. He's running over 200 yards. How many times has he done that in his career? Not saying he's not capable of doing it. How many times has he done it? And you trying to tell me all of a sudden, he was splitting backs with him, with, with Kenyon Drake last season. Now, all of a sudden this year, Abdullah is almost a non-factor. He did catch that touch. That was awesome. But he has not been running the ball. He has not been splitting reps running the ball. So he has been splitting reps running the ball. So, 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 what the heck we we got going on there? He's healthy. He's never been healthy his whole career. Oh, so like, now he's healthy you, in his contract year. Four years later, he he's healthy. Look, if you look at his injuries, his usually his injuries are early. They happen really, really early, and he can never bounce back and never get um, healthy through the season. This time he's healthy. If you look at the season, he's running hard. He's always been a hard runner. I've actually been a big Jacobs fan through all his career. The dude's a stud. And so when y'all don't draft him, when y'all don't draft him in fantasy because he let me down yeah, last year. Yeah, no. The dude's a stud. When he's healthy, the guy is a top five running back. Yeah. And he's proven it this year. And of course, it's a contract year. He's probably going to play with the injuries, just try to get to that contract. But now you have a dilemma with the Raiders. Do you pay him? Remember, they didn't pick that's, up the fifth-year option. That's my point. They didn't, they, they didn't pick up the option on him. Now, they could still tag him. But I believe the tag, he would have to get paid as a top five running back in the league. And the salaries would Ezekiel making 13, 14. McCaffrey's up there right right around that price range. So he's going to have to come in and say between 10. Do the Raiders pay him $10 million a year? That's really the question. They, have to do they, they, they can franchise him and be at 10. Uh, so do you tag him? Yeah, tag him. See, I, I would tag him in back, tag and him. get a little bit longer, two, three years out of him. Tag him and try to work a contract that's favorable to the team. Um, you do not let him just walk. There's no way you just let him just walk no, because then you will have a team. Let's just stay in the AFC West. If he goes to any team in the AFC West, he's going to terrorize that. Yep. You know, so you, know exactly. you know where he'll go, right? He'll take Hilarious place in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. So he would terrorize. And, and no one in the AFC West wants him in Kansas City except for Kansas City fans. Update. I wouldn't want to see him there. Go ahead. Update. United States, last 1-0. Pelosi's got the goal early on, to right before the end of the first half. And they they, they last out. They're moving on. 
They only scored two goals in four matches, and they moving and on. Moving on. <laughs> Soccer is just a crazy sport, man. Two but goals. That's why the World Cup is fun to watch. That's not fun. I want to see more scores. Dang it! But that... see, of course, you want to see more more scores. But if you really look at how this game was playing out, you're on pins and needles. Oh, so Any little goal by anxiety. the other and it's like it's close. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yay! Oh no! So that's why it's exciting to watch the World Cup. So great games, fun to watch once every four years. Tune in and see what happens to next round in United States soccer. Yeah, man. Tune in. Tune in. I believe they play Friday. Yeah, I believe so. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Yeah, I think it's Friday. But yeah, in, at any tune, man, we, we spend too much time on our two teams. At the end of the day, they're both the fact we spend that much time on bottom feeders is ridiculous. But you know what? If you don't <laughs> you don't like it, get your own show. Let Vegas be exactly. Seattle 30, 40 to 34. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City City doing their things. They pretty much put the Rams out of contention, beating them 26 to 10. Uh San Francisco shuts off New Orleans. Thank you for doing that for your Bay brothers because they blew they shut us out, the Raiders. And y'all went ahead and got the revenge for us. We appreciate that. Philly looking like Philly pretty much put Green Bay out of contention. What do you want to say about um Aaron Rodgers not finishing that game? Jordan Love finishing the game. And what do you think they should do going forward uh with the Aaron Rodgers uh Jordan Love's scenario? I think it's time for Green Bay to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Um I think they should have moved on from him last season, but hey, you Ooh, know you he was cannot, MVP last season. You, I think they needed to. Once you're paying a guy fifty something million dollars, like Russell Wilson um, and Aaron Rodgers, and they're at the age they are, um, and you start seeing a little decline, you kind of have to move on a little early from them. Now, as far as Green Bay, let you have Jordan Love. I don't think Love is the guy, but you got to give him a shot. You're not getting in the playoffs. You're really not going anywhere this season. Give him these games. And move on from Rodgers. Trade the game him is Saturday, by the way. Sorry, game Saturday versus it, Netherlands. So, so move on from him. Get your picks, and find out what if Love ends up being your guy. Like I said, I don't think he is, but you get the picks. You get the Arsenal to go get the guy you need. Green Bay, and I'm gonna piss off a lot of Packer fans right now. time it is it's my favorite part of the show it's the happy birthday so let's go Regine carter that is lil wheezy f baby's daughter she turns 24 this week russell wilson that is sierra's husband sorry but old russell wilson his birthday today turning 34 the game jc on taylor turns 43 this week stefan diggs in buffalo he turns 29 this week don cheeto darkness don cheeto turns 58 this week Wayne Ellington for the NBA turns 35 this week. Dana Brooke for the WWE. Dana Brooke turns 34 this week. Lil Baby turns 28 this week. Julius Randle in the New York Knicks turns 28. Jerry the King Lawler turns 73 this week. And Brian Bumgarner from The Office, he turns 50. Gary Payton Jr. turns 30 this week. And Grant Williams from the Celtics turns 24. 
Chrissy Teigen turns 37 this week, and Rogue Timmy from Power, Rogue Timmy turns 34. Ben Stiller turns 57 this week, and Bo knows everything. Bo Jackson turns 60. DeAndre Hunter turns 25 this week. Trinity Fatu, that's Naomi from the WWE. She turns 35 this week, and she's the baddest chick. Trina turns 46. Sarah Silverman turns 52 this week, and Steve Aoki, the DJ, turns 45. Bette Miller turns 77 this week, and Woody Allen turns 87. Jigga's his name. Jay-Z turns 53 this week, and D-Jack, Deshaun Jackson, turns 36. Billy Idol turns 67 this week, and oh, babe, babe, Britney Spears turns 41. Zoe Kravitz turns 34 this week. A-A-A-A-A-A-Ron. Aaron Rodgers turns 39. Janelle Monet. Mm. Janelle Monet. She turns 37 this week. Nelly Furtado turns 44, and Tierra Marie turns 35. Lucy Liu turns 54 this week, and Ozzy Osbourne turns 74. Brendan Fraser turns 54 this week, and Tiffany Haddish, she turns 43. Tyra Banks turns 49 this week, and Marissa Tomei turns 58. Boxer Shannon Briggs turns 51. Skip Bayless turns 71 this week. Orlando Brown turns 35. And finally, 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 my cousin, the Latin snake himself, Sergio Mora turns 44 we have some honorable mentions draco rapper draco passed away 2021 would have been 29 this week ben scully legendary announcer for the dodgers and so many other things passed away earlier this year would have been 95 this week richard pryor the king of comedy richard pryor passed away back in 2005 would have been 82 this week. Juice World, tragically killed back in 2019, would have been only 24 this week. And finally, Wakanda Forever, the Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, who lost his battle with cancer back in 2020, would have been 46 this week. Well, that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. Look, they've had Brett Favre 30 plus years. Think about that. 30 plus years of elite level quarterback. And you got two Super Bowls out of it? Brett Favre's not elite, but okay. But 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 for his time, yeah, okay. His time, he was elite. Out of it. How many Super Bowl appearances? Three. Three Super Bowl appearances and only two Super Bowl championships with elite quarterbacks. It's time for them to move on, try to find the next guy and try to get another 15 years of an elite guy. Um, Rodgers has to just, hey, look, it happens with all quarterbacks. Tom Brady's in Tampa. And maybe somewhere else very soon. We'll get to that later. Well, that, that's the thing I was going to say about that. If you look at his contract, the way it's set up, they get capped hit if he retires. You get capped hit if they trade him. They're pretty much stuck with him. The, the thing is, is you got you got to play Jordan Love. Even if you have, let's say you want to explore trying to take that cap hit, you still need to play him just so he can at least maybe at, at another scenario, boost up his trade value to give them a final hoorah for the last two seasons of, of, of Aaron Rodgers. Because as of right now, 
you can't really typically move on from him without getting without cap strapping yourself because it's a hard cap league. So because of the hard cap league, the way his contract is set up, you screw unless you keep not him. if you trade him. No, no, no. no. You it, it's a cap hit if you trade him as well. You gotta go check check it out. Look at look at it. It's, it's not as big as a hit. If if no, actually, I, th- I think it's a bigger hit if you trade him versus if he retires. No, but you get hit a, either way. Smaller hit. Look, you, you have to move on from him because you're not going to win. And look, knowing the type of guy Aaron Rodgers is, right? Knowing from all the years, from what he's done, you're going to roll him out to win three to six games a year. He is going to be an a-hole in the locker room. No, we understand Indeed. that. But it, but it, so, has to, it has to be his choice. Like, okay, like even with Jordan Love taking over right now, just say, hey, listen, no, you're hurt. You know what I mean? This, this season's pretty much done. Won't you rest up? And we'll, we'll try to get next season. You can kind of come at him like that instead of saying, "Hey, we're gonna have to see what we got with Jordan Love here." Like, like you know, you want to just make it make it make sense to because he's he has that he has a huge ego. You want to shatter his little ego. The other part is too, you, you don't want to make it seem like we're moving on from you. Now, the other part is like you just said, once they start doing this and say Jordan Love is good, and then he's he can see because right now he doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding. You know, we all know that. So if he, if it looks like you have all these young receivers, you've been complaining about these receivers all year, and you, you got another couple seasons left, and you maybe only one because you've already been talking about retiring for the last three years, like Brett Favre, the guy, like your predecessor, the person that you could not stand because he was doing the same crap to you, kind of empathize and see that in Jordan Love. Say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be here for 10 years to see this um, coming to fruition. So I might as well move on to something great. But let it make it – got to make it seem as if it's his decision. So you gotta matriculate it in that fashion. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. You gotta you gotta let him bench himself because he's hurt and there's no chance. There's a three percent chance of them making it to the postseason, which in the NFL there's no chance. So you gotta kind of do it like that's my only point. Well, if you trade him after June first, the cap hit is fifteen million. Yeah, fifteen point eight. So almost sixteen million. Yeah, uh, that's an elite player. Kinda, that's an elite position. Kinda, okay. So if the Jets come to you and offer the next two first rounders and second rounder and a third rounder, do you not do that deal? You might have to, but the thing is, it, it sets you it sets you back at least a year where you could have signed a, a decent free agent. You don't need a running back, decent free agent wide receiver or or okay. or, 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 or linebacker or 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 you know what I'm saying or, or D lineman. That's that's how so much that, for an elite player at that position. That's how much they go for about so fifteen look. to eighteen million. Mike, have you been to Green Bay? Hell no. I would never go to Green Bay. I don't even like cheese like that. Okay. I've gone to Green Bay. I've Why would you do that to, to yourself? I want to go watch the Broncos play the Packers. I had to Why? Go ahead. It's Green Bay. Go ahead. So go ahead. you have to remember, they are not a free agent des- uh, destination. No, they're not. Players do not go to Green Bay. They, no, they don't. They have to overpay for them. And that's why they could be elite at drafting. And they've gotten very lucky with like I said, Farb and Rodgers. At this point, look, if someone like the Jets come, Jets are pretty close to being in contention next season. We had that conversation with Zach Wilson. It is clear that they're moving on. You go and get a guy like you. Go what did I tell like you? Aaron what did I tell you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that choice you have to make, that whether you're going to move on from the guy or not. So it's clearly they know they're moving on. So if you go get Aaron Rodgers and you put him on the Jets next season, it's so ironic that Barb went to the Jets as well, but that would be funny if that played out. But he, but he went to Minnesota, then the Jets. Uh, no, no, no. He went to the, the Jets, Jets and, Minnesota. and then and Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So you you look at something like that, and you get two first rounders, a second rounder, and say something else, and the Jets go all in to go try to get their Super Bowl run. Hey, 
you kind of have to make that deal over 16 million dollars and you move on you move him from the locker room because it's clear he does not want to play with these young receivers yeah he does not de- he's not going to develop them so let him go to new york or another team like i had told you a couple weeks ago that the raiders are probably going to be in on him and they're going to be in on someone else that i told you about and we'll, well talk about that let's talk about it right now well since you finish with okay. this because i feel like aaron Rodgers is only two places He's either going to be a Jet or he's going to be a Niner. That's it. And that's the that would be the third team. Now, your Raiders real quickly. And we were talking about this a couple months ago. And I brought it back to your attention about three weeks ago. So I think that the Raiders are going to move on from Carr. And I think they have their eye on two guys. Aaron Rodgers is one. And the second guy is Tom Brady. And I know everyone's going to say, well, why would Tom Brady go to Las Vegas? Well, there was reports that he was supposed to be a Raider before. They had that deal lined up with Gronk and him going there. But look at at how the stars will line up. Carr's contract is is very team-friendly. They can pick it up and trade him off to Tampa. Why would Tampa say no to getting Derek Carr back for Tom Brady? They get a quarterback for the next eight years, seven years. That's cost controlled over the next what two years? I don't know if it'd be eight years or the next five years. Yeah, but let's say five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have them under cost control. Brady goes to to Las Vegas. Now everyone says, why would Brady go there? You imagine if Tom Brady goes to Las Vegas like Elvis, and for some reason they put it together with his boy Josh McDaniels there. And remember, yep. Brady's the type of guy that takes pay cuts to build a team mm. and they go out there and get to the Super Bowl get a couple of defensive say, players makes get a couple uh-huh. defensive players and, and let's say he messes around and they win it which I oh my goodness I never want to say that out of my mouth but it's kind of sacrilegious that Brady but, yes. he, but he owes us he owes but, us to, so, we made him we so made that tuck room made him so that would work out for all the teams involved. Do you think Tampa Bay is going to tell him no stay? He's going to go to them and say, hey, I got you guys a Super Bowl, but he's, I'm He's either going to retire or if, if that's the case. They say, we can, I can retire or you can get Derek Carr, who's a top 12, 10, yeah, 10. Borderline-ish. Yeah. yeah, 10, 12 quarterback in the league versus having nothing. Exactly. And that's what I had told you. Keep your eye on the Raiders trying to make a push for Tom Brady and he'll take a little bit lower salary just to make that work out and then think about it once he if he gets there do you know how many players are going to say I want to go join the Raiders for Tom to get one more on the cheap it's a culture changer and this is what they've needed for so many years of course Derek Carr is a really nice guy I actually like Derek Carr as a quarterback I don't I just don't think you're going to win the Super Bowl with him. You're not going to win a playoff game with him. Uh, debatable. I mean, no, he's Kirk Carr. And, and I, I had to apologize last week. He's Kurt not even Carr. Kirk Carr. <laughs> Kirk Carr. Is it Kirk but. Carr? What's, what's the guy's name? Kirk, Kirk, what's his name? Kirk Cousins. There you go. I, I like Kirk Carr better. Yep, that, I was right. He's Kirk Carr. That's exactly who he is. So I've been saying that for a while. Keep your eye on that situation. Once the end of the season and everything starts playing out, um, to see Tom Brady probably move on and say, hey, I want to go to another franchise just to challenge himself one more time. Because why would he come out of retirement? The guy's all about winning. And I just don't think they're going to win in Tampa. 
and he'll be the first. He'll be like the, it's like really like a LeBron James. He'll be like the first Correct. to win three championships in three different franchises. No one's ever done it. No, no quarterback then, has ever done it. And then the 49ers would also be in that discussion for him as well. Not for Tom Brady. Remember, he's yeah, he's from out there. I know Tom Brady wouldn't go there. But I think I think Las Vegas is a serious contender for him. I know it's early. I know everyone's going to be like, you're out of your mind. But really, everything will line up for him there. And the only thing bad be- I would say about that is Tom Brady's actually showing a lot of signs of uh, falling off. Uh, I don't know if it's a play calling or what. Or maybe it's just okay. him and Evans. Because Godwin, okay. he looked great with Godwin's last week. But he's been okay. looking really bad this whole season. He's missing okay. targets. He's doing a lot of different Mike. things. But, 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 but if he's with Devontae Adams and Waller, and then you have a Josh Jacobs Renfro. that's a little different. And Renfro, he'll, he'll make Renfro a superstar. So what all those receivers in yeah. that Josh McDaniel system with pretty much the architect of how to be, run that offense, dude, you're going to tell me they can't go up against the Chiefs and make some noise? Yeah, or make some noise in the hole? Hey, listen, and, Tom Brady's an upgrade from Derek Carr. I don't care what you tell me. I mean, looking, looking last Even week or this last month, it didn't look like it. Carr actually looked pretty good. Because he had more arm talent and strength. But, yeah, I, I, if I had to choose between the two, I'm, I'm choosing. I told you, I'll choose Garoppolo okay. over Carr. So, so, okay, would you take Brady, as you see him right now, for two seasons or Carr for the next four? I'll take Brady for one season over Carr for the next four. There you go. So you have your answer. Yeah. You have your answer. So yep. that's All my right. thoughts on that. All moving right. along. Moving on, <laughs> moving on, moving on. We already pretty much covered what happened. Um, everything else is not a really good storyline, except for one. Uh, we just brought, talked about Tom Brady and how they got beat last week by the Cleveland Browns by his understudy, Jacoby Brissett. Now, next week, oh, we're going to week 13, and who's going to be back? Return of the Mac, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, Randy Watson. <laughs> Give it up for Randy Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is back. Back from molesting, not molesting, what is the word? Uh, harassing, what is the word? The, Sodomizing. What has he been doing to these ladies? Sodomizing. He's been doing something, you know. Something. Yeah, he was doing something. He's like, hey, give me a happy ending. I'm, now let's see if we can give the Cleveland Browns a happy ending and, and probably get their way into a postseason. They have a chance. They have a chance. They're, 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 they have a chance. We'll go over the bubble actually right now. Before we even go to the bubble, let's look at uh, – no, let's do that. Let's do that. Let me do that first. Let's go into the standings. Let's go into the standings before we go over next week. Right so now, have AFC East. Chiefs. Oh, AFC, you're going to go yeah, that way. I'm going to give one, you yeah. a playoff picture. Nah, the, the, the AFC East is ran right now by the by the the Dolphins, uh, even though they're tied with the Bills, 8-3. And the Patriots are still above, only division with everyone above 500. Chiefs, 9-2. Raiders are still above the Broncos. Barely, they're still not out of it yet, but they already had seven losses, so they got to win out. Uh, AFC North, Ravens, 7-4, but the Bengals right there, 7-4. The Browns are three games back, not out of it yet. AFC South, the Titans are 7-4, and, and that's it. That division is trash, it's basura. Uh, let's see here. And then we go to NFC, the Eagles, 10-1. and one. God, that's such a great, that's a sexy record. And I got money that the Eagles will win that division. I'm looking pretty good right now. Oh, I'm sorry, they're also all over 500 because the Commanders are, what, 6-1 in their last seven games? Yeah, so, they're playing well. They're, they're actually the hottest team in the league right now outside of the Eagles. Actually, no, including the Eagles because they, they have a more recent loss. So the commanders are the, are mo- the hottest team in the league right now. Uh, even though they're 7-5 and five at the bottom of that division, they are not – you do not want them in the playoffs. 49ers leading that division, 7-4. Uh, and four. 
Um, NFC North, the Vikings still in strong control, shake a hold over that division. It's so many bad teams. Like, it's lopsided divisions. That's like NFC West, NFC North, AFC South. It's just some bad divisions. All right. And the NFC South, and the NFC South is another one. Buccaneers five and six winning that division, leading that division right now. So we're going to go to the, um, before we go into the bubble watch, let's look at next week. What are the good games? Thursday night. There it is. Right there. Smack dead in the face. On prime. Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots. Divisional matchup. The Bills have yet seen, shown that they could beat anyone in their division. If the Patriots can get that upset, air quote upset, that's going to mess up a lot of things going into the playoffs and the playoff picture. Um, what other game to look for? Actually, Jets Vikings. Nah, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Well, yeah, game? no, no. Jets Vikings is one. You're right. I apologize. Jets Vikings is one. Another um, a divisional matchups. Um, no, not really. Um, I'll say Commanders Giants because that's divisional and the, and and the Giants oh, really need that one. Yeah. That's a divisional game. No, I'm talking about in general. In general. Um, well, in general, we'll, well, look at them. So, yeah, Browns Titans, Browns Eagles, Texans is probably the biggest one because of the hype. Because no, look, you because because Watts is going back home. First game back after all the so, stuff. Look. How they're going to react to that? So then you also have um, I Dolphins, Niners. Dolphins, Dolphins, Niners, Niners. That's the one I was one. looking for. Chiefs, Bengals, Raiders. Chiefs, Bengals. Chargers, Raiders. Ah, eh, because it comes down to really the Raiders playing spoiler and the Raiders being at home. That's actually the game I'm supposed to be at. Well, look, Cleveland still in the hunt. So are the Raiders. They have the same record. I, I get it. I'm I not get saying. It. I'm not saying. But if you're going to say that about the Browns. No, you know what I'm no, you know why I'm saying that because they're getting they they're four and seven and they're getting back a top five quarterback. He'll be rusty. I don't give a damn. He's going against his old team of the Texans. He can knock off all the rusty one game. Be, yeah, well, true. Yeah, and the Raiders Absolutely. are going against the char- and the Raiders are going against the Chargers, who who's been their daddies. They 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 well they have been going back and forth, but at the end of the day, the Chargers over the last five years hold the edge over the last uh, ten years hold the edge over the Raiders. So uh, I I'm going to say that yeah, you're right technically, uh, and the Raiders come off a really big win, and the Chargers are banged up. So yes, well, I hear you. Let me give you the playoff picture. So you have the Chiefs at oh, one, Dolphins do, at two. Let's do it. Titans I have it. at three, Ravens at four, Bills at five, Bengals at six. Jets and the at seven. Jets are at seven. Then mm. you have on the bubble. Patriots, Patriots at eight. Chargers, Chargers. at nine. Colts, Colts, Colts. at ten. <laughs> so you have the look, so look at this. That so tie, man. Colts, Jaguars. And the Raiders, the Browns. The Browns, the Steelers. Steelers. All have the all same have seven losses. Seven. They all have seven losses. Well, the they Colts have that edge because they have that they have that they have that uh um, tie. They once so, again have another tie, and that's what sets them apart. And so they, that's what I mean. Like, look, if if the Raiders somehow beat the Chargers, okay, then they're only one game behind from the Chargers in the playoff. But the Chargers are behind the Patriots. So right. you I need mean, a lot of things go in your yeah, you need a lot of things go right. You need, need, to lose. Yes, you need to kind of win out. <laughs> That's why I said you they have to, to win, win out. out. You, have to win, you out. have to win out, and you have the Jets at seven, which is really interesting. With them making that quarterback change, White mm-hmm. played like, well in that game. So I said it. I said they're. I said they're right there on the bubble. They, they at the time they were outside looking in. They were eight last week. Now they're seven because of that win, the big win. And you guys, oh, you might want to wait a week. I said no. They cannot afford to wait. They cannot afford to go in at halftime to make the decision. They could, I don't care if it was against the Bears and Justin Fields was hurt and the team is not trying to win. I said, but the way he's playing and the way it's, it's, it's about emotional stuff too. The way he was talking, when he was talking reckless, 
that team gave up on him. They would not even block for him. I said, they, they must try to lose that game to the Bears, and they will lose their season. I said, you had to make a change that moment, and yes, I was right. And that's going to allow him to get the momentum he needs to go into another tough matchup next week against the Patriots, which is a huge... Oh, I'm sorry, against... It's the Patriots, right? They play the Patriots next week. I just I just read it off, didn't I? Don't they play the Patriots next week? The Jets... Ooh, uh, the Jets play... No, oh, they play the Vikings. No, even the even Vikings. bigger. Yeah. Which see, is even see. bigger. Right. So they need, it, they need that steam so, going forward. So this game for the Chargers coming up is huge against the Raiders. They, this is pretty much a must win. For, for both teams. Stay in pace with uh, the Patriots mm -hmm. and the Jets since they're mm -hmm. only training by a game. So, and that mm -hmm. was a great win for them. It was uh, they didn't they played down to Arizona. They, they, they got to play spoiler. Down. Yep. They played down to Arizona, and then they had to go for the two point conversion to win that game at the end. Um, so maybe that will get the Chargers sparked and going. But I think this game against the Raiders is going to be huge. And that'll right. knock the Raiders out or bolster them up. So. We'll see what happens this weekend. All right. And well, I, I was going to talk about some hockey because the Krakens were been cracking <clears throat> the new um, expansion team in the, in the NHL. But we got all season to talk about them. There's nothing exciting happening there now, except for the, the one thing I was going to say about the Kraken. They're on this huge win streak. They're having this great streak right now. And they're reminding me of because I like how hockey does expansion because when when um, they had the expansion team in the Golden Knights and they um, they didn't win it. I kept thinking they won it, but they went all the way to the finals in their first year in their inaugural season. That was amazing. That stuff doesn't happen in other sports. And I'm thinking maybe the Seattle Kraken are going to do something similar to the way they've been playing, the way they've been beasting uh, this season. But we got all season to talk about them. Uh, moving on to the NBA. Moving on to the NBA. It's easy to start here. Lakers. Lakers, as they it were, starts in, it starts with the Lakers and it ends with the Lakers. <laughs> Amen, brother. The Lakers were five and one, but I told everyone that's fool's gold, and I'm not saying it like that. Let, let, let's get this clear. It's just that they, play, if you play the San Antonio Spurs three times in a week, you're gonna have a winning streak too. Three of those five wins came against one team, so let's not get it twisted, people. Okay, they beat the Spurs. They lost to the Suns barely, but they lost to them. Uh, you lost Patrick Beverly for multiple games because of that incident in, in the Suns game. And, and, and you beat the Nets. Okay, great. But you beat the Pistons. So you beat the Pistons and the Nets and then the Spurs. That's pretty much you. You beat three teams. And and, and and the Nets were okay, but they're not a good defensive team. And you're at home and you beat two bad teams. And, the, and Pistons and you're at home against the Pistons. And you barely aired them out too. So I said, don't get too excited. Yeah, LeBron was not playing. And then LeBron came back versus an easy team. But I didn't like the way he was playing. And then AD sits out, he balls out. Okay, I said, that's an outlier game. He has not had a game like that this entire season. He missed two weeks of basketball. AD, and he sits out because it's a back-to-back -back against San Antonio, against the team they dominated all season. And then LeBron goes berserk. That was fool's goal. And what does he do last night against the, the Pacers, who they've been having all the trade speculations for about a year now? And it was a big game to see who's going to need who and what's going to happen with what and blah, 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 blah. And LeBron comes out hot. I said, that's fool's goal. Because guess what? AD's not getting the rotation. LeBron came out hobbled. And then AD couldn't get in the flow. AD had a great game to finish. But to start the game, very little touches. To end the game, only two touches. Or only two shot attempts, I should say. And they lose. They were up by 17 points. A little over nine minutes left in the game. And you lose with a buzzer beater to a rookie. Who had four DMPs leading into that game. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships 
only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you are at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA. Four. But that just shows you, Mike, it starts and ends with AD with them. AD is crucial to the Lakers. As long as AD is playing well and he's engaged in games and he's pretty much beasting, the Lakers will have a shot at the end. They gave up a big lead. The end. It, it, was, it was bad. It was a horrible way to lose that game. You, you can't win them all. For the Lakers, it's more important to try to get into getting these little runs, trying to go 5-1, and one, uh, basically try to win three, lose one, try to get into something of a rhythm, try to get back to 500, and then go from there. Try to get this gel of players to start mixing in together. They're pretty much getting everyone back at this point. Uh, Beverly doesn't really make a big difference for me. I know defensively, he's great to have on the bench. Defensively, he's good. But come on, man, offensively, the guy doesn't do much. That's why I'd rather have Schroeder take some of his minutes away a bit. Um, and they just kind of, look, it's still early. We still haven't even hit the 20-game mark. But this is about the time you're going to start figuring out these rotations. So over the next 10 games, this is where the Lakers need to try to go 7-3. and three. So they're as close as they can to that 500. And then try to go into a little run and try to capture a playoff seat or a play-in. And it's a puncher's chance at that point for them. Well, that's... So I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Now, and this clearly shows that, obviously, LeBron's age is kicking in. He's older. I mean, what, what do you expect? And he needs to start guy, playing like it. He needs to start deferring. Yes. He has to defer to AD. And AD has to just say, hey, give me the ball. Period. Give it to me. I don't care. But see, he, 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 he shouldn't have to. I've seen that a lot on Twitter. He shouldn't have to. Because who did that for LeBron in, in Miami? Nobody. He didn't say that. D-Wade said, hey, man, D-Wade gave it to him. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but AD has to pretty much put his two feet down and say, no, here, let me lead us to this victory. He shouldn't have because to. LeBron, who... if anyone should know better, because he went through the same thing about 15, whatever years ago with D-Wade. And D-Wade yeah. said, here. He, the, the, yeah, LeBron absolutely. didn't dominate it and say, give it to me. No. It could be, you know why? Because they were friends. Same thing here. Him and AD are yeah. best friends. It's like he should be like here. See that from AD. You want to see him be the No, now people don't do that. Only person to do that was Kobe. And that's Kobe. Kobe's different. Uh, if, my, if Michael we're, Jordan, we're if Michael Jordan had somebody as Michael Jordan had a dominant player like Shaq, Michael Jordan would have done it, but Michael Jordan had to deal with that. He had a bunch of scrubs. Same, same with LeBron. LeBron came to the league, he had a bunch of scrubs. He didn't have to take it from anyone. There's only one player in the history of basketball that we know to say, give it to me. But when you had a dominant force who was a, a potential MVP in the league every year, one of the most dominant players ever on your team, and you say, get the rebound off the rim, nigga. That's what he said. He said, he said get that shit off the rim. That's what Kobe said to him. <laughs> Nobody else has done that. There's only one Kobe. 
So we can't, for us to expect AD to go ahead and do that, it's, and he's not even, that's not even his demeanor or temperament. It's not going to happen. It's on LeBron. It's on the GOAT, as they want to call him. It's on the king to say, here, take us there. Swallow your pride. You're not the same dude you were. You try to take on a personal matchup with Matherin, who called you out saying, if he's better than me, he got to show me. And he actually outdid you. You scored 10 points in the first quarter and only 11 points for that point four. Come on, LeBron. And the dude outdid you. And he came off the bench playing less minutes. Stop it. That's that's the levels you are right now. You're still a really good player, but you're not the best player in the league. Give it to AD. He was doing historic things before you came back. He was. The day you came back, the streak ended. I wonder why. It's it's yeah. not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And that's why I said it's important for AD to be the guy that leads them from now on. And this is why they got him. This was the plan the whole time. When they made that trade for AD, they kept saying this will be AD's team in a year or two from now. Well, yep. we're already we're already there. We're at that point. So yep. It's time for LeBron to start giving the reins, or AD needs to take them. One of the two happens. It's the first part. The latter will not yeah. happen, and and I told you why. Only one person, and that person's long gone. May he rest in peace. Just because you wear his shoes ain't gonna make you metamorphosize yourself into him. Ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Um, you spoke about the next ten games. Let's go over that because you said he need to go seven and three. This is the thing. I don't think they're going to be able to do it, but if they do it, this is pretty much going to make their season. I don't think it's going to break it, but if they do win these games, it will make their season. I'll go over it with you. Why? These are their next several games. They have the Blazers coming up at home, but they have the Trailblazers. Then you go on the road. You have a six-game road trip. This is how you build camaraderie. This is how you build chemistry. You go against the Bucks, then the Wizards, then the Cavs then the Raptors, then the Sixers, and then you have the Pistons. But you see the both the meat of that? The Wizards have been bought for us. They can just put up like 43 points of the night, and Kuzma wants your blood, okay, <laughs> with the Wizards. And then you have the Raptors, Bucks, and Cavaliers. These are top teams in the East. And then the Sixers, and B. And, <laughs> and after that, you still have you still have the Celtics and the Nuggets. Well, Yeah, after, after when you come you, home, you come back home, you have the Celtics and the Nuggets. So that's your next, what, 10 games, eight, nine, 10 games? Yeah, and they have to go in that seven and three, six and four mark. They need to start closing that gap in the five hundred. I, I, I hear you closing that gap now. Um, this is the key this is to, to me. It's this early, but I think this road trip, this longest of their season, six game road trip, is the key to their season. This is these games. If they can go, if they can go, if those six games go four and two, I think they saved their season. They have a chance to be scary. We're asking for a lot, but we can oh, only say it's hopeful. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say it's impossible. I shouldn't say that. It's like it's not like they're not don't have the talent, but they gotta change their, their starting lineup. You can't have AD as a starter in any of those lineups, maybe except for the Wizards. The Wizards and the Raptors, you eat AD can start as your five, but against the Bucks, the Cavaliers, the 76ers, he cannot. And that's where they gotta start really getting. Now they gotta be happy. Thomas Bryant is back. Because you, you cannot have if they start him at the five, they will lose. He cannot go against yeah. the Twin Towers in Cleveland and 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 also in, in uh Milwaukee. It won't work. That was another key move that happened. They got Bryant back and then LeBron was out. That allowed A D to kind of move over to that four spot and he's able to eat. You don't have but, to worry about him defensively taking on a big But what do you do putting LeBron at the series. three spot? What do you do putting LeBron at the three and starting Thomas Bryant? That's when you got to really get creative. And I say play LeBron at the point. Now, I know these guys will eat his lunch, but he gets to hang out up top. He, he, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. Like, they, they got to get they gotta get tricky with that lineup. 
having put LeBron as a point guard and having um, uh, two two swingmen in there. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm saying I'm saying don't don't start uh, Schroeder. I'm saying you gotta you gotta start Brown and um, and and, and Reeves. Nope. Or Reeves? No, yeah, I will walk off the bench. They want to start Brown yeah, and start start Brown and Reeves with Le- LeBron, Thomas Bryant, and AD. That's gotta be your five. When you go when you go against a big lineup, that's gotta be your five. And let LeBron be your point. But also, also Reeves is, is an underrated passer. He's obviously a really good distributor, so he can still be your point. But you just don't have LeBron guarding the three. You see what I'm saying? You have Brown Got do that. It. You see what I mean? Absolutely. You got it's like who are you guarding? That's that's what it really comes down to. LeBron starts at the three, but he's not the three defensively. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, so that's the lineup, and and I haven't seen them use that lineup yet at any point. You gotta use that. It, it, it got it. Got it has to they have to be their starting lineup when they go against these big teams in the East: Cleveland, Philly, Milwaukee. That's the teams I've talked about. You gotta start 88 to four. Start Thomas Bryant to five. Start uh, um, 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 AR15 and take take uh, Schroeder out of that starting lineup. I take Schroeder out. Well, I don't think Schroeder. I don't think Schroeder should be starting. Period. He should be He's, coming off the bench. Okay, but Pat Beverly's not here. So you're gonna start. You're gonna start Russ. Like who are you gonna start? You, you can't. No, no. Start LeBron. Start LeBron at the one. Yeah, I mean, play point guard before. Yeah, and let him control the pace of the game and have AD down down. In it, the box. it should it should be pick and roll with him all day, and you got the guy all spotting day. up. You, you you got you got um you, you got what's the name um Brown I mean, who's gonna cut look he'll. He'll turn the ball over a little bit more being a point guard. Yeah. But that's fine because it's going to allow the offense to get more in flow and more in rhythm. And you're, he's going to be able to hit the shooters that are going to be wide open. And they I've, have to hit the shots, period. What, I, what I've noticed with AD getting touches, he's getting double teamed, right? If he's getting double teamed, he's actually been hitting players. He got six assists last game. He was actually moving the ball. His vision is getting a lot better. I don't know. Maybe they shaved down his unibrow. I don't know. But at the end of the day, <laughs> who knows? His vision's getting better. So we talk about the standings. Even with, even with that five and one uh, little spurt they had there, they're actually in their last ten. They're five and five. So Lakers are five and five. They're five hundred. They cannot afford to do that and move up because right now they're the thirteenth spot out of fifteen in the West. They're still down there, but they're on air tied with the Thunder for twelve. And how many games are they out of six? Is the question. They are three and a half games. Three and a half See, games that's out what I mean. of. They just have to start picking up games. They, and that's they the don't have to there. focus so much. Just pick up some games here and there. Just well, the perfect start is beating that Trailblazers. That 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 reduces yep, that game go. right there. They go from three and a half to two and a half in one night. So 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 that that's how you start that there. And and, and people are not talking about the, the the Warriors creeping back up there. They're in the eighth. And they spot the Clippers, even though they don't have Kawhi or PG right now. Like I said, those three teams, Clippers, Warriors, and Lakers, Lakers are still kind of twiddling down there. But those guys are all moving up, you know, because the Warriors are 7-3 and three in their last 10, and the Clippers are 6-4. and four. And the Warriors, Klay Thompson got awoken because the guys from the Suns, you know, the team that's the top team in the East, people we cannot stand. They woke up Klay Thompson. This dude dropping bombs, bro, putting up yep. 40 burgers, putting, putting up 10 three-pointers in a the game. They Man, just reminded do- him of who he is. Yep. 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 He's Wakanda forever. They said, show him who you are. He's like, I'll show the ass. <laughs> and so now he's woken up, and that's what you didn't want. That's not what you wanted, man. So they're back in the picture. Um, the Nuggets still up there. The Pelicans now the third. Pelicans moved up there. That's people. another team I said to watch out for. And like I said, before we move on from the Western Conference, what did we say? What did we say about uh, 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 those, those Jazz? It went from first to ninth in a week. Yep. Pools, First to ninth in a week. They lost five straight. You know what it was? Danny Age said, hey, y'all need to stop all this stuff. Y'all all going to lose your job. 
<laughs> he we, said, we, need need that, we need that pick. We, we need, need Wimba Yama. <laughs> we need Yama 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 Yama. That's what we need. We need Wimba Yama Yama Yama. That's what he's talking about. They lost five straight, and the Suns won five straight. And there you go, flipped it on his head. All right, in the Eastern Conference, Celtics on top of that boy. Um, they're doing very well, but the Bucks right there, two games behind them. But the Celtics are nine and one in their last ten games. They've been balling, man. They've been balling. They, no matter if uh, 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 Green goes out, they still ball. Smart putting up like fifteen assists. What's the name? Light skin dude go out. They're, they're good. They got. Yeah, I mean, it's the same culture from last season. They actually, look look like they're a little bit better defensively because um, your boy, he's that dog. He's that dog over there, man. So um, they're they're killing it. The Nets are just dwindling. Um, they they won two straight. The Nets the Nets. They have a better record so than the Lakers. I together. can't say anything. But um, the, the thing is, when you look at everything else the way it's lining up, the Hornets looking really bad. I know um, uh, uh, Melo's been in and out the lineup. The Knicks are who we thought they were. The Bulls have no Zoe as well. So Zoe and, Zoe and uh, the Ball brothers being in and out the lineups have hurt their teams tremendously. But the Heat, that's surprising. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're moving up. They move up to the 10th seed. It's surprising to see the Heat this far down. Yes, they're in a playing scenario as of, if it started today, but do you think that the, the surprise, these are two surprise teams, are Pacers in fourth and a Heat in 10. Now, the difference is only like, well, I said two and a half games, so like you said, it's still early. But to see it like this, who do you think are pretenders or you think are truly contenders in the East? Look, Miami will be just fine. They just haven't had Jimmy Butler. He's been out for, what, a week already? Um, once they get him back, he'll get them going. Remember, he's their dog. He's their, their alpha. He's the guy that gets them going. Once he's not there, he's, they kind of fall off a little bit. Once they get him back healthy, they'll get on their little run. They'll be in the top four seeds in the East when it's all said and done. Um, look, the East is it's crazy because you see the 76ers. They look dominant one game and they look horrible the next. I don't know what to make of them. I really don't know what to make of them. And they're talented. But they have injuries. See, and injuries are so huge, especially in basketball. But even at that, it's, even when they're healthy, you look at them, they'll have a great game and you're like, man, yeah, it finally clicked. And then the very next game, they lay an egg. They lay an egg there. But... Yeah, is Harden even back? I don't, even, I don't even think Harden's back yet. And Maxie's still out as well. Still. I mean, that, that's that's big. That's big. And then you saw Ben Simmons just go down. He's finally started to ball a little bit. But if you really look at the team, you watch some of the games, the issue is Kyrie, in my opinion. Kyrie don't like you want to play. He's like, he's like, he's out there to collect the check. He's out there just going through the motions. He's, he's He already knows he's not coming back to that team. They can already see that they're not going to win the championship. So when you look at that team, I see some funny memes out there. You like to find memes and send them to me. <laughs> but when you look at that, when you look at that team, do you feel like they should stay packed and just ride it out or should they just blow it up? As far as the Nets? The Nets. They got, they got to blow that up. Because look, Get something for those, they, before those guys, they, before Kyrie just walks. They should move on from Kyrie. Um, they should just move on from all of them, including they can't Durant. Move, they, they can't move on from Ben Simmons. Look, look, you ben could Simmons. already tell that Durant does not want to be there. Oh, he's Remember already how said, we talked it. About he it said it. He's season. already said it. He said it in the offseason. <laughs> then he called them out. Then they started playing well. But then how long is that going to really last for? Yeah. When right. when they go into when they continue going into the season and if they missed it, let's say they missed the playoffs. Do you really think Durant's going to want to be there? You're better off trading them now. That whole team was a disaster from day one. Get the assets, move on. You have you're going to be able to have money, and you're going to be able to go get a star to go. It's a big market. 
Brooklyn's this is a- starting to get some tra- some traction. They'll get another star. They'll get the picks. It's you can rebuild quickly. Now, this this is the thing. We are going to have this conversation throughout the season until the trade trade deadline gets here. Um, but we we want to just kind of touch on it now, kind of trying to throw the nugget out there. If you trade, okay, if you say blow it up, how, like, what are the scenarios you're seeing? Like, who's getting traded and where and how and what are you trying to do? Well, move Durant and move Kyrie. Okay, From let's start Let's start with Kyrie. Right? Let's start with Kyrie. He, he's on an expiring contract, 30 million and change, uh, 32, 33 million, whatever it is. He's on an expiring contract. What team do you think will want him and, and all his, um, as they want to say, anti-Semitism and all the baggage he comes there's with? Only, there's only one team that's going to take him on. You already know the team. Tell me, I, they I, they don't know. It's the Lakers. Okay, the who do Lakers. Lakers, Lakers give them back that they will even want? Well, they they're going to want the expiring the expiring contract and a pick. So, so, so they're going to want they're going to Russ. Yeah, they're going to want Russ, and then they're going to want the pick. But the money um, doesn't line up. Now, what do we get back? We got to get what Watsonabi or something like because 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 the money no, no, line they're, up. They're gonna, no, the pick is for the second player you're going to get back in that trade. Because remember, Kyrie's in the 36, 38 million. And Russ is like 47. Yeah. Exactly. So you're going to need the second player back. And that's why you're giving up that first round pick. Because remember, they that deal, when they were talking about it in the offseason, the money needed to match. And that's why New Jersey wanted to pick. Yeah. So the deal. And now with this, they, exactly won't, they, won't, the they won't be giving up two picks. They give up because Indiana wanted two picks. So now they're going to be giving up one pick. The Lakers will do that. Yes. Exactly. And then maybe that might be that spark that they need to have that puncher's chance in the, uh, in the playoffs if they get in. Um, Durant, I I told you this when he asked for that trade, why the Clippers were not picking up the phone and saying, hey, what do you want for Durant? Because you imagine Durant as a Clipper. If you're able to, I, I don't think you're going to be able to uh, ship out Kawhi, but you imagine you have Paul George. It'll be, it'll, 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 definitely, it'll definitely be Paul George and then other other pieces. Do you roll with Kawhi? Well, Kawhi's not even on the floor. But yeah, you, so, so say, say Kawhi's healthy in the playoffs. You have Kawhi and KD. You can do a lot of things. And then you'll still, you'll still have John Wall. You have John Wall, Kawhi, and a hobble KD. That's a lot better than what you have in the Nets right now. Yep. And you have a better coach. That in a heartbeat. Because who do they, who do they give up, though? You, you, they, they're going to want the house, no matter where he goes. Because there's another three-plus years on his contract. So the house isn't Paul George and another player. Oh, no. They, they're going to want some of the young uh, assets that they have. And you give them up. Look, Dude, you're the so, Okay, so, so you, you're going to pretty much gut your team to take, take out like four players or so. They're that deep. Yeah, they, about, look, a guy like no, Terrence Mann. Like, like, like look, Terrence, like Terrence Mann. Mann what about, you got doesn't Powell. really play much. There's guys that don't play much that could be bigger contributors on a, on another team. So yeah, you you can afford to get like a guy up like Terrence Mann. You can give him up because you have John Wall. There is guys you can give up where it's not gutting your team out. You make enough and money. Think about it. And think about it. Next season with a team like that, you know there there's going to be vets who are going to jump on. You're, you're going to need to give them. They're going to they're going to want four players. They're going to want four picks. They don't even have the picks to give because they gave all those to OKC. Well, Jerry West is back there. He'll figure it out. They're gonna want the picks. <laughs> they don't have the picks to give. He's him. gonna. He'll figure it out. They're gonna he want Zubac. To put those two together. They're gonna want yeah, Zubac. Give him up. Yeah, give him up. You don't have any bigs is now. Zubac is your is, is your big. Difference? 
This dude just got between. 29 rebounds and 31 points the other night. What are we talking about? You know, hard the to difference do? between you winning the championship or not? Yes. No. You know why? Because if you got to go no. against teams like Milwaukee, if you got to go against teams like the Suns, you got to go against teams with bigs, you're going to need a Zubac. You're going to need him. I'm no. telling you. I'm telling you not what I know. Kevin Dur- not when Kevin Durant will be hanging 40 on him. Ta- time Lord. Time Lord was the In difference. The if, if, if the Time In Lord was the- if, no, I'm t- if the Time Lord was healthy for Boston, and 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 if Tatum doesn't just keep turning the damn ball over, those two things, and it's a very small one for that's easy for Tatum to stop. He's already fixed it this year. But if Time Lord is healthy, they win a the championship. What are we talking about? It's, 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 a, it's a big deal. If if, if your team, if people want to get to the small ball. At the end of the day, if you don't, if, if you have a a, a serviceable big who would give you fouls, who can rim protect and, and can put the ball in the basket, whether it's putbacks or running your offense through or something like that. Then you are dangerous. There's not a lot of good bigs in the league. Well, well, there you go. You're always going to need it, but you can win without it. I say Kevin Durant. NBA, you can. I say Kevin Durant goes to go to say Warriors. I say he goes back, and they they have the actual assets. They have the picks and the players. That trade makes sense. Of course, that's going to be the best. Do do you really want to see that? Do I want to see it as a fan of the NBA? No, but the, if, if I'm if I am either GM, I'm making the deal. I'm making the deal, and and of I want to say a heartbeat is just because they have all the assets. It's the best thing for both franchises. At that point. I guess I guess all all it is is the Nets getting their assets back. Like the, 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 the Warriors got the assets from the, from the, the 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 Timberwolves and the Nets. And they they, they well, got it back. They're just like here, here you go. Thank you for and we still, and they still got a championship out of it. They still got a freaking championship in within two years. Come on, man. Yep. Come on, man. They they, they do not lose. And they, they then Kevin Durant's like, oh, well, you know what? It's like the prodigal son. Welcome home. You, you have never Absolutely. played better basketball than you played here. You wanted to be the man. Air quote. Stop it. You you can get keep getting these finals MVPs. Shut up. Get your rings. Let's go. Let's let's make this dynasty. Let's let's put ourselves in a whole another echelon. Let's put ourselves above Jordan. That's what everybody wants. Let's get more than six. That's it. Above the goat. That's it. That's all you want to do. Right now they're tied with LeBron. Well, no, Curry is. KD ain't even caught LeBron yet. KD got nope. two. KD got two. So you ain't even. You you need to you need to get yourself at least a four. By you getting the four, that means Curry gets the six. Boom. Everybody wins. Oh my. I'm going to have to let you go. I got to go catch this flight. Hey, man, it's right so, on time, brother. It's right on time. Hey, right on time. safe travels home. Um, you want to sign off with anybody? Any any last words for, for the listeners? Uh, for everyone, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, if for your football teams, we will all want us to win. But unfortunately, there's going to be some losers like my Denver Broncos this week. So don't feel so bad. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. Man, you have a safe trip. Remember, um, if you guys are ever in Paramount, California, go look up my boy Tony. Get you some. He got all kinds of stuff. Lift kits, uh, uh, audio kits, boom boxes, rims, whatever you need. He got it. (laughs) Happy holidays, y'all. I'll see you, Tony. All right. Later. Later. We do not have the rights to this music. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Let's go.
waist, thick legs in shape. Rump shaking both ways, make you do a double take. Planet rocker, showstopper, flow popper, head knocker, beat scholar, tail dropper. Do my thing, motherfucker. My Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, Blue Medina, always beaming. Rag top, chrome pipes, blue lights, out of sight. another soapbox for us to talk about um just looking at things coming along my timeline and and the different posts that come through when we speak about relationships 
and the the judgment. So I see people speaking about polyamorous or poly- polygamy or whatever type of relationships and people want to denounce it. And, and where people get confused or conflicted or, or uh, I say people, I'm <laughs> women, they say, oh, men want to have their cake and eat it too. And, and they look at it as it's all sexualized. When in essence, a lot of men get married to one woman because they're tired of hunting and gathering and dating. They want to just lock down to one woman because um, they want to get sex on the call. So I, I get that kind of connection, um, even though a lot of times, um, you know, that doesn't always happen. People who've been married understand that like you, you don't just get it when you want it. You, you get it however you can get it. And, you know, there's some guys who were if they were the man back in the days, they got it more when they were single. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but because of the way this system is designed and is set up, it's not really beneficial for many, especially in the demographics of our culture. It's, it's not really about what you think. In the old ways, other times, um, men because the way the societies have developed women and have rights you still have other countries women still have to wear their hijabs or being killed for not wearing certain head garments that sounds like something that's coming from men the fact you have women even in our society wearing brassiers and and, and and heels those are all things created by men to to boost their sexuality and, and heighten their femininity towards men to attract men so men design all of this right so back in the days when women had zero power we're not we're not earning or not earners um, the man had to take care of and then the man can have as many women as he can quote unquote care of he will he will purchase his wife from her father by cattle or other means that was the way fast forward to today and in our society especially in california where i reside things have become so overly expensive and now in the black community which is the community i come from black women out earn a lot of the men because there's a lot of our men who do not finish college. I talked about it before, where black women are the highest educated entity or group of people in all of America by the percentages. So now you have the, the most driven, focused, ambitious, right, people with the men who are going almost extinct because of rather being incarcerated or killed by police or themselves or, or, or even suicide nowadays as well. And then you have others who are part of the uh, LGBTQ community. That's on the rise with the black community. So the, the black, the quality black men are dwindling. So more so now than ever, you're going to have a society of women, black women who do not have a, a, a suitor who looks like them. So what do they do? We spoke about it before where um, there's very few, the, actually the lowest amount of sperm donors. If a, women, if a black woman, successful black woman wants to go to a sperm bank and wants to have a chocolate child, is, is far in between that she can find one. So what does she do? So nowadays it's not necessarily about having a, a husband who can pr- take care of you financially. It's about having that stable system at home where there's two parent household. How about another angle to where it'd be probably better for one man and several women because of the simple fact of the numbers game. And also to have a successful financial strong of of generational wealth transferring because now you need at least two incomes just to make it in in a lot of places in new york california and x and other places in america you need at least two incomes 
just even qualify to get these homes, just to even with the inflation going at the rate it's going, just be able to afford to do anything. You got to look at it like a business. You got to merge them together. So that's something that's probably very necessary to do financially. And now when you finally purchase a home, which is which is the one thing that you can use to catapult yourself to have some sort of transfer of wealth, you do that and say it's four of you or, or three of you is one man, two women. And then everyone works or everyone's doing their role, their job. Maybe you have one of them can stay home with the kids. Getting in that, and maybe you can have one homeschool the kids. Who knows? There's so many different dynamics to this where it could benefit everyone. Benefits the women, benefits the male because he has no, not as much stress on him to provide and have to go out there and do something illegal just to try to make it and gets caught in what they call the trap. There's so many angles to this, to why it's beneficial. And how many times in our society, when we actually have some, like we finally got it. Our parents transfer that wealth over to us. We, we get a home and, and it's paid for. And grandma and grandpa pass away. And what do, the, what do the kids do? They split it up. They say, let me take my money out and go do other things with it. First thing they do is go buy a car. I know I'm in the car business. That's what they do. First thing they do, go buy a car. Or you go to go buy another house. And then you flip that, you flip that. There's no, no generational wealth being transferred over. It should go down to the kids. They should all own it. They said, well, how are we going to split this home? Well, you, you guys can all rent it out and, and get the benefits, split the proceeds and buy more homes and buy more homes and buy more homes. Use the home from this one. Like my parents did, they use they use the house that they're in right now and bought several properties. They bought several properties, which my dad now had to live off on. Now, they, luckily, they had those properties because he owned his own businesses. That was his wealth. He was able to sell one ranch into Hatchby and lived off that for the last almost 20 years. And they had other properties as well. They used their house in Compton, used the house from that one, sold that one to pay off the house they've been borrowing from for the past 20 plus years. But that's how you do it. So look at it like this. Say you transfer the wealth over. You Grandma and grandpa has a house. They have two kids, right? They pass away, the two kids get the house. And those two kids have also bought their own homes. Probably using their own money. They didn't even use the equity from the house, right? They bought their own homes. So now there's, each kid has a home and a half, right? They have three houses between the two of them. And they all have kids, they each have two kids. Those two kids now all have grandma and grandpa's home. They also have their mom and dad's homes. Each one have their own home. They all have a percentage of a home and they continue to buy homes and so forth and so on. And as other generations get savvier with this, they could buy multiple homes. They could have a home they rent out and a home they, they live in. So by the time it's all said and done, three generations down, you guys can easily have six homes. Six homes. Everybody can have their own house. Each person can have a house in, in essence. And then you marry into a family and they already have property. So if say everybody in the property have the same exact thing, you guys have now 12 houses between you three generations down. You see how that works? And it continues to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. No, you don't live in all those homes, but you guys can all profit from it. You guys can own land, but before you know it, you can own a whole community. You can leverage the money and buy a whole area. You see where I'm going with this? But it all starts from putting yourself in position, play the game the right way. We might need to even do this to regenerate the population. Why, why can we not get back to having five plus children? If you had the poly thought process, why couldn't each one of those women have two kids and you have four children all with their father at home? And everybody can be taken care of just fine because I've seen single mothers do it all the time and having multiple children. It's hard for them to buy property because of the financial situation. The burden, now that they can't afford it, is to qualify for it. It's a savings to do it. They might have the credit and everything, but they have no money. 
You see what I'm going with this? You put it all together, it could all work. And I'm not trying to advocate one way or the other. I'm not trying to go against people's religions or whatever like that. I'm just trying to open your mind to understand the thought process behind it. If we take these steps and just make smarter financial decisions and do what's best for you, I'm all for it. Whatever advances the culture. Until next time. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. That's it this week, guys. Another great week. Another great show. All right. All right. All right. I want to thank Tony once again for dropping in, being in so many times, filling in, giving us so many good nuggets about his sorry ass Broncos. <laughs> I didn't pick you in the Super Bowl, so it is all good. The music choice this week is Lose Control by Missy, Missy, Missy Elliott and others. Go ahead and get that some more spins. Get that some more listens. Remember, if you like the show, like it. Of course, of course, share. And of course, of course, subscribe. Now it's time for our final word. Yeshua told his disciples there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he called him in and asked him, what is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you cannot be manager any longer. The manager said to himself, what shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I do so that when I lose my job here, people will welcome me into their houses. So he called in each one of his master's debtors. He asked the first, how much do you owe my master? 900 gallons of olive oil, he replied. The manager told him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 450. Then he asked the second, and how, how much do you owe? A thousand bushels of wheat, he replied. He told him, take your bill and make it 800. The master commanded the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are people of the light. I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends of yourself so that when it is gone, you will be welcomed into the internal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches? And as if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Luke 16, 1 through 13. Remember, share love, spread love, embrace love. For God is love. Until next time, peace. In the moment, who's the opponent? I own it. Get it when I want it. Composition of the golden. Enroll the school of life. Do the dice. Do it like. Living in ambition on a mission impossible. Envision optimism through a prism. It's optimism.